Welcome to Talking Out Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. You've dropped in on our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. And today, our episode, Alumni. Ooh, this is a good one. I, I love this idea. You know, we're going to have to share it. Uh, Greg and I went back to the restaurant. Yes. To have breakfast on Saturday. Yes. And we ended up having this huge uh, creative moment. We did. We did. Uh, uh Hold on, uh, folks. There might be something new coming down the pipe from uh, the production studio, something we're pretty excited about. Uh, and uh, uh, it was also kind of cool because the um, the woman who always served us uh, is this lovely woman, and she's, uh, she's, she's just so sweet. She's amazing, right? She's one of those great examples of service. And uh, we're sitting there, and we weren't in her section, but she comes walking by, and she says, Hello, boys. How are you? When was the last time we were there? A year? A year year, and a half ago? A year. So just lovely. Just lovely. So the concept of this topic and perhaps another series came up in, what, 50 minutes? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which just goes to show you, when you put two people together in person, things just flow better. You know, there's, uh, I was, uh, well, well, we can talk about this a little bit later, but I was just reading some data that talked about the power of connectivity, purposeful connectivity. So kind of connecting, but sometimes like we did, we, yeah, we did want to meet for a purpose, having breakfast together and to catch up and, and just catch up, uh, uh, outside of actually doing the podcast. But it is amazing that happen what happens when folks are together. You just kind of the the ideas spark. You can't help it. No, you said one thing, I said another thing. Then we built upon each other, and we were just having a hoot. Ten episodes later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so uh, you know, watch out for us. I think there might be another product coming down, and we're going to discuss. It's not going to be a weekly thing, but certainly we came up with uh, what I thought was a pretty solid idea. Yes, and I've uh, validated the idea with my mother. Well, that's the yardstick right there. And you know, when the 90-year-old mother, actually she had a couple builds, so uh, oh. I'll have to share with that a little bit later. But okay. uh, some cool thoughts, I thought. But uh, she, she, she said, uh, yeah, that's fantastic. And what about this little piece? And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I'll talk to Alistair about that. So it's kind of cool. We, uh, we get the whole circle, uh, including uh, my 90-year-old parents, involved in any creative effort sometimes. So do we have to give them a billing as like an executive producer or <laughs> something like that? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Contributing producer. That's right. So should we carry on? Yeah, sure. That sounds great. <laughs> so Greg and I have been friends for a long time. We have both been managers for a long time. We have both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have perhaps missed the mark. We're always going to start at the perspective of the employee and we're going to discuss how we have observed others successfully manage the situation. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. I think we're going to have a good discussion today. I agree. Many of us have had or experienced ourselves colleagues who have moved on or who have been promoted or who have left the organization. Sometimes these movements have occurred smoothly and sometimes not so much. When these types of movements take place, you may at times experience some or all of the following. When someone leaves the organization, there is little or no comment about what has happened, and it's like they have never been there, like the story, 1984. When someone moves on, it may be handled awkwardly. When someone gets a new and perhaps a better opportunity, there is some hesitation in supporting that person and the journey they are on. When someone makes a move to return to the fold, 
there is some nervousness around it with maybe some hesitation. So what's up? How important is this subject and how does it affect our relationships and the work environment? Well, this one is really important, and especially today when there is such a shortage of talent and people are moving around a lot and people want to move around a lot. This I've seen this go super bad, and I've seen organizations who do this really, really well. Um, you know, often what happens if, and I think in many of these cases we're talking about, are people have voluntarily left. They found another role. They've got another opportunity and that type of thing. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes it becomes personal. Why did Alistair leave? You know, why did he leave now? And and how can he do this to us as a team? Like uh, we've um, got some type of uh, long-term obligation. You know, yes, you're committed to the team. Yes, but... You know, the best managers, the best managers actually uh, know there's a bigger picture here. And the best managers who care for people actually are excited about the opportunities. If you've created a great enough environment, people are, one, are probably going to share that they're looking for something else and there's not a growth opportunity right now. But I, this is this is one of the ones that just drives me just bonkers because most organizations, yeah, bonkers. I don't know if that's a Brantford word or whatever, but uh, drives me bonkers. I'm just hoping we don't get canceled for it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. There's a bleep. It's bonkers. Um, but, you know, this is such an opportunity. Uh, just because they've left the building doesn't mean that they uh, aren't going to be a promoter of your organization. It doesn't mean that they might come back. I have one organization I'm working with right now that has a fun term that, well, they, they call them boomerangers. And uh, it is a beautiful culture. And sometimes folks think, you know, for more money, and there's a lot of money being thrown around right now to get people to move to different areas. And money is important, but there's a lot of folks in this organization in particular that have leapt and then come back. And they love it. They love it because there's tons of stories of people who have leapt thinking that they're going to find something else and realize that culture and their organization they worked and what they had is pretty good. And honestly, I've done that. I've, I've leapt and then questioned, should I have stayed going forward? Um, but in all those cases, uh, I was fortunate that people had a really great relationship and supported me no matter where I went. I really like this topic as well. Uh, in the police, I moved around a little bit and you know went back to places. And I, I had a really good experience most of the time doing this because you go away and you get more experience and come back and you're bringing that with you plus the people you've met there. And in the government agency I worked at, uh, this would happen not all the time, but quite often people would leave, go away for three or four years and come back uh, and, and back and forth. And you, you got the best of people's development. Like they were with you, they get a good base, they go off, they come back, they bring back some expertise and knowledge and connections. And I've seen it handled really, really well, but I've also seen it a couple of times. One time in particular, I'd gone back to a place for a little while and I got an opportunity to go somewhere and I got that, you're leaving us, you know, you're being disloyal. Like, I don't want to know who disloyal to who, right? But I, I've, on one occasion, this was not handled well with me, but the rest of the time, I've seen so many good examples of this. You know, people going, listen, I'm sorry you're leaving. And there is true disappointment and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But people were also supportive saying, listen. I think this is a good opportunity for you. And the door is always open to come back. And when it's handled the right way, you benefit so much from this. I agree. And when it's handled the way you've described the examples, 
how many people are going to tell you that they're maybe thinking of moving? If you've created such a fuss, the ripple effect that happens with all the other folks that are there, one, what you do when you're angry, and I get being frustrated. I get that, you know, it's tough these days when you lose really good people in particular. Um, however, how you handle it sends ripple effects through the organization. And and I'll tell you, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to bring things up to you because I know that you'll just get peeved off. So I'm not going to say anything. And that's not good. That creates the 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 culture of hiding. It creates the culture of uh, you know limit limiting culture. It's, it's hoarding. Like hoarding. It's not good. It's not good at all. So really, this is an opportunity, and we're going to talk a little bit about even beyond this moment. What can great leaders do to maybe create that boomerang effect, or some of the other spill spill off positive spill off effects if you really do this well? I actually had somebody asked me once, if I come onto your team, are they possessive or will I be able to take other opportunities and do laterals and things like that? I've had that specific question asked of me of a potential person to come on the team. Yeah. Well, and you know what? That really makes – something you just said there really really kind of uh, sent something bubbling up in me and that is that we're talking here about leaving the organization, but sometimes it's just leaving your department. Yes. And you know, historically, man, I've been in teams where they won't let you go. And so where do you go? You leave. And today, many um, folks aren't necessarily looking for promotion, although that's still great, but they're looking for growth. They're looking, and sometimes that growth is horizontal. It's sideways. You're going over to different business to get a different exposure. And it's great because, A, it connects teams with each other. It broadens knowledge. There's so much benefit to this. But if you don't believe in this, you're, you're going it, to, it's a scarcity approach and you're going to be in big trouble. And we all know there's certain situations where managers within the same organization have an agreement that they don't poach each other's people because they're so possessive. Right, right, right. Versus being a one-team approach and saying, listen, how do we create a flow back and forth to uh, – because a flow back and forth is actually then setting your team up, your people up for growth and expansion. And those are the environments – And working together across teams. Right, right. So many good benefits. Well, let's get down to some common sense. What are some common sense things as a manager to help deal with this situation? People are on a journey. You might be as well, and that is the reality of the situation. We're not stagnant. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Um, if you think you're going to be able to hold someone if you uh, through other means of not allowing them to apply or creating an environment, you're not. You're just creating more of a of a of a energy to get out of that place. You're creating resistance. Yeah, for sure. People sometimes move on. You've probably done that as well. Yeah. You know, I I've, I think I've said this, and I was thinking about this the other day. I've said this before. Um, this is a technique that I use when I'm really peeved about something, about someone else. And it, it, it I did it again this weekend, and it really had nothing to do with work. But it, this is what you do. So in this case, someone comes to you and uh, um, says that uh, I've decided to move on, and you get annoyed and frustrated. If you actually just say to yourself, just like me, something happens in our brain because we have all, and it really sticks to this, because we've all had those conversations before that I'm moving on to something else. And there's something about when you are annoyed, this applies to this situation and others, 
simply say to yourself, just like me, and there's something happens in our brain that connects us to our own stories that are very similar, but we just can't see them in the moment. And it softens us to be able to approach in different areas. So just remember that, just like me, it's a great technique. And this is the story of my career. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with people moving on. No, in fact, it's just a different mindset, right? Because if you're a great leader and you've created tons of opportunities for people to grow and learn, you should be celebrating that. Yes, I get it that it's tough and it's easy for me to say, well, I've got a gap here and that type of thing. But if you're the kind of leader that's created this kind of space. People are going to come to your team. People are going to come to your team. You're going to be known as a place to come and grow. And also, you're probably growing other people that are ready to step into those roles. So, you know, like succession sometimes uh, for folks seems to be such a pain in the butt. Oh, we have to do succession. But, you know, succession is really just about building the strengths of your people um, and showing the pathways for growth that yeah, you don't have to worry about people moving on then or you have to worry less. And do we have a good conversation around people coming and going? I can't tell you how many times talking to somebody that works for me where they – they start, they timidly say, well, I'm thinking, no, let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. What are you looking for? Yeah. Now, what's the next step for you? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? In some organizations, I'm not sure if we're going to talk about this, but in some organizations, um, you can hold on to people. So I worked for uh, Porter Airlines, which was a smaller regional airline. My favorite. Yeah. I mean, they're a great airline. And if you ever come into Toronto, uh, check them out. They're fantastic. But what we recognized when I was there is you can't hold on to people because if you're a flight attendant or if you're a pilot, um, you eventually want to go to the big carriers because that's where you, you can, want to go to Europe. You want to go to Europe. It's great. You want to get in the big the big jets. You want to come with Ford, although Porter's getting jets. So people are going to hold on to a little bit longer. So they yeah, they just announced uh, a couple months ago they're getting jets. I think they're going to fly into Pearson. But uh, um, we knew that people were going to come and people were going to go. Uh, so we developed a strategy that recognized and celebrated folks moving forward because the other thing is sometimes they would come back because there's good things about flying the big jets. Or they tell other people to go there. But they yes, they tell it. People know that this is a growth area. And if you get them for four to five years, sweet. You just plan the flow uh, well. And you'd also every once in a while get people coming back because uh, in regional airlines, it's short flights. So you're home more. You're not away. So sometimes folks would come back into in later so periods of lifestyle life. Lifestyle thing. Lifestyle thing. So, so it's just being strategic about this and not seeing it as a bad thing, but seeing it as a good thing, that you have a good reputation as an organization that helps people grow. And do we allow people to leave well? We can't burn bridges when people leave us. Oh, my goodness. I, I have been in a situation, and there was a uh, situation uh, in the s- summertime, early spring. I was talking with someone who uh, whose boss, he had uh, a couple folks that were real talents, like really, really strong folks. And as a result, they had better opportunities. And when they announced, it was like the death knell. You know, they were, he, he was talking behind their backs. He was, he was making it hard for, for these folks in everything that they did. And you know what? 
that echoes. That echoes into the organization. No one's going to come want to work for him. No one. Everybody saw the behaviors of this leader, uh, and it sent a ripple through the organization. Yeah, I get being upset. I get being frustrated. I get that there's a lot of stress, but this is not a good choice. Well, I'm going to jump a, a few uh, points down just to reinforce that. The teammates watch how leaving and returning takes place in the organization. Everybody watches. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. And you know, you're going to make mistakes. Sometimes you'll get annoyed, uh, but it's how you recover. You know, and uh, you know, you can even, I, I've seen it. I've seen people that have gotten really angry and frustrated when someone's leaving and then kind of caught their breath and realized and then swung back around and said, you know, hey, Bobby, you know what? I, I, sorry, I was, you caught me off guard. I'm, I'm a little stressed. You leaving does feel a, a, a gap for us, but I'm really excited about your opportunity and how do we help make this? Because you know what? People will stay um, longer. Um, you know, I personally uh, was in a situation where I stayed for a month and helped them transition uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and it was more because I cared about not the boss because the boss, it wasn't, it wasn't that kind of relationship, but, uh, but there were other people there that I stayed because I cared for. And so if you have a good environment, if you support people in their journey, um, you know, when I left Porter Airlines, I just left for a better job. And that was, man, they, uh, I, I was really sad to leave, but it, I couldn't, couldn't resist this job, a whole bunch of things. And even the owner said, Hey man, I, I, I get it going forward. But, you know, because they supported me, man, I was working tons of hours for those last three weeks and really helped set up the team from a transition perspective because I felt valued even in leaving. And uh, and how many times have you said the word Porter on this podcast? Oh, my podcast? goodness. That's right. No, that's true because it's a, it, was, it was a good environment and I respected the leaders and uh, they actually cared even though they were disappointed. Well, that kind of slides into our next point. Do we have an atmosphere where people might want to come back and bring everything they have learned while away? Alumni are great as returners, but also as people who might be our allies in other organizations and companies. They are valuable. They know us and what we can do. I, I, this point is so important in the whole idea of alumni. So for folks that are wondering what the heck is alumni, uh, I've always recommended and I continue to champion this idea of having a simple process to keep in touch with those folks that you really want to keep in touch with, folks that have left. And there are a lot of folks that have left for positive growth. You mentioned it earlier. Sometimes people don't have the development opportunity in-house, so they have to go to another organization that allows them to expand, but they can come back. And uh, I am a big believer in this alumni. And so a couple of little things that I usually recommend is one, uh, having um, buddies that keep connected with them. Um, secondly, is just keeping their information. And as part of those buddies, having regular notes sent to them. So as an example, at Porter, if something new was happening, we'd share information because guess what? They're also customers in that case. And often they are customers. So you share information, exciting wins that are thinking, maybe even invite them back for things that, that, they, that they might be interested in. Um, if there's family involved, Often that's a key thing too, because get them excited about the organization and, you know, they become champions to your point. They might come back and that's always excellent because they've got different experience, 
But the other thing is they're promoters. And in all the most of the organization I've been at, we've had some kind of alumni process where we had a list and we kept in touch with them. And it's not like once a quarter, once a couple times a year, just to check in, see how they're doing, share some news. Um, it, and now with technology, it's so much easier. Well, I remember uh, I was working at a police station and uh, I got promoted. And what I really liked about this situation is that the station celebrated. There's a number of us that got promoted, but we're all going to have to leave, go somewhere else. Right. We had no choice where we were going. And so they really celebrated that we got promoted, that we got promoted from their station. And a, a year later, I found myself in a situation where I liked where I'd landed, but there was no prospects for going back to doing the things that I like to do. And I thought one day, you know what, I'm going to stop at the station on my way into work and, and just, you know, see if there's anybody around. And so I, I walked into the back door of the station. I walked down the main hallway and the commander of the station was sitting there down the hall and he looked at me and he goes, like, you know, kind of hi. And I went, you know, do you have a minute? And he goes, so he waved me in, he sat down, he, and he knew what was going to happen. He goes, yes, Alistair, I want to come home. He looked at me. I'd like that too, put in the paperwork. And literally 14 days later, I was there. Wow. But they embraced us. We left. They knew we were, we were going off to do our next thing. And so many of us came back because there was this, we came back as alumni. We always felt that we were part of this group. We just happened to be working somewhere else. And when we made decision and a number of us did to go back, it was celebrated. Yeah. We were home. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, there is a ton of work uh, around belonging. Brené Brown is like the guru on this. She does a lot of things around it. And this is what this is all about. Even if you're not in the place anymore, but you still feel like you belong. Someone used the analogy today. It's like, uh, you know, when you uh, when you finally go off to university. Uh, oh, you're starting a new life, you know, you've got a new place and that type of thing. But it doesn't mean you're gone from the family. You still keep connected. So again... You still have a bedroom there. Still have a bedroom there, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's just, it doesn't have to be a lot. It's just, it's about being intentional about this idea of belonging and connectivity, especially with your top talent. I mean, you know, there are those folks... I'll be honest with it. You know, when they left, it was like, oh, yeah, that's probably good. Good riddance. Or, you know, or they, they've had to move on that they don't fit. But for those folks that you know are are key contributors and you uh, – I mean, you should always treat everybody fairly and honestly and uh, and support them in their journeys because, because they, as we said, they could be customers. They definitely will be champions or, or, or the opposite of champions, uh, distractors uh, for your organization. So you should be doing something. And these, these alumni, as we call it, nuts kind of comes down to the title, but they are your allies. In, in other organizations, you know, if you're in, in your new organization, said, you know, is, is this great guy in this company you came from, are, are they good to deal with? He goes, yeah, 100%. Straight shooters. Uh, if they can help us, they'll tell us they can. If they can't, they'll tell us that they can't. Yeah. But I've never had, you know, I've always known Greg and this company and his team to be straight shooters. And uh, they've helped so many other people. You're the ally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. And you never know when you will face these people again and in one what context. So, uh, you know, the, the big joke, you know, they come back as your boss, guess what? It's happened. It's happened to lots of folks where you come back and, you know, and they're, cause they go off and they, they wrote it, you know? So yeah, that's, that's, that's totally, totally true. Yep. And wouldn't that be unfortunate if you burned the bridge and they come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as employees, there are a couple of things we can do to assist as well. You are on a journey. Embrace that. 
Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Um, the uh, the best environments are ones that people do have the uh, they have the safety to be able to say, hey, you know what? This is what I'm looking for. And if you can't find it, um, be honest. You know, like create the environment where your boss can support you um, in your journey going forward. Uh, um, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta go to grow. Uh, and uh, it's just usually because of the structure or the jobs available. So um, uh, some places are very flat. Some places are very flat, and that's okay. Um, uh, but keep connected, because uh, you never know. Uh, even if you've left a place, leave well, because you never know who might show up at your new place. Well, that's one of the points here as well. Leave well. Don't burn bridges. We said that on both sides, but I've seen. <laughs> I think I told this story like two years ago on this podcast, but I'll say it again. I was on the go train, so I'm on a computer uh, uh, commuter train heading back home, and this uh, person, she was on the phone, looked around 30, and oh my goodness. Uh, and I learned, I remember she said the name of the company she was leaving and the company she was going to. And now this train is full of business people, and both companies were huge. And chances are there's somebody from one of those companies sitting there, and she was just bad-mouthing, like so loud on the train, bad-mouthing the place she was leaving and going, HR wants to do an exit interview, and guess what? Screw them, like type really, really loud too. And then she talked about her new place and, and all this stuff. And quite frankly, Greg, if I was – somebody in the new place she was going to, if, especially if I was in management or in, in, in leadership, I would go find out who this person was and I would kibosh it right then. Do you need this type of attitude coming into your place, especially if you have a good team and you have a good atmosphere? Do you want somebody like, we all have had situations where we have not been treated fairly, Yeah, but you don't talk about it on a commuter train on your cell phone with literally thousands of people around you because, and I'll be quite frank, if I was hired somebody and I heard this conversation. It's like, I don't need that type of problem here. Like this person, like I understand when people don't get uh, handled well or treated well, but I want somebody coming into this, into a new job in the best possible condition as possible. I agree. I agree. You know, it's, it's kind of like just be kind and, and, uh, you know, show up in the best way you can. Uh, Cause I would say the other thing is even if you're not the person who's leaving, say uh, your coworker's leaving, and again, realistic, I get that there might be stress because if that person's leaving, then the likelihood is I'm going to get more stuff on my plate. So it is okay to be frustrated with that situation, but still show up well. You know, don't badmouth them. Don't burn those bridges. Congratulate them. Celebrate them. Because, you know, well, you have a choice. If this isn't something that is working out for you, you can do the same thing. And that person... Uh, you know, they may be the entry point to the other job if you want to move to an organization, if it's a place you've just got to get out of. So, you know, just be kind, um, be supportive in whatever you can. It's okay to be frustrated and disappointed, but how you show up, man, is so important. And if you're the employee, uh, don't get stuck in what you do. Stepping out can be a healthy, although scary experience. Uh, I, Greg, I'm sure both of us know people in our past uh, careers that are stuck in a position and aren't particularly happy about it and have perhaps had opportunities to leave or go do other things and, and just develop more. And we probably, everybody listening to this podcast has had those folks that, that are just stuck in a groove, I think you call it, and haven't done anything. And that that isn't healthy either. Yeah, the ruts, the ruts are tough. And uh, sometimes you got to step out of that and... Uh, 
um, it's it's just uh, you know sometimes you got to leap for growing. And you never know who you will face in the future across a desk or what, wherever. Uh, yes, you might have left and maybe moved on and really didn't have a great experience with a boss, but you never know if they're going to be your boss again or maybe the leader. You never know. Yeah, and you know what the alumni thing catches the other way too. So if I am if I have made a choice. Relationships are so important, even if I made a choice. So there is the alumni that the organization takes the lead on and holds those connectivity. But equally, um, you can keep those connections as well. And sometimes we lose those connections. Um, You know, there's things like LinkedIn and a whole bunch of other things that you can still keep on top of, uh, that you can check in with your former teammates, your former boss, just to see how things are going, um, because sometimes things don't work out, like you talked about. Or I've gone, I've been to gone, gone to another organization that I thought was going to be really rosy and wasn't rosy, and having those connection points and and holding on to those relationships, because the other side of the leaving is that, man, I'm done, I'm gone, and I'm not going to actually keep connected, I'm not going to leave well, that's not a good thing either. So when you leave, if you're the person who's leaving, and even after you leave, there's nothing stopping from you to keep connected with folks um, in the organization that you left, and that's a good idea. Well, that last point that we have here, embrace your learnings and the relationships you have experienced in your journey. And I'll tell you right now, like I heard from a, a commander I had 20 years ago around Christmas time last year. And there's certain people in my past where we've had a certain connection. It wasn't necessarily a friendship, but that I connected well with. And I can reach out to them at any time, and they've reached out to me. It's amazing how important those relationships are. You never know. You are an alumni. They might be an alumni. Yeah. And it all those, those connections, those relationships, uh, because everybody's always looking for somebody that can do a good job that has a good attitude. And even if you weren't tight, those alumni, whether it's your boss is working somewhere else. And, you know, I've had somebody call me saying, uh, listen, I'm over here. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah. So, well, I'm kind of looking for something new. Well, come on over. And I've had people follow me around in an organization. Like I'm, I'm setting up shop over here. Um, I'm still going to do kind of what we've been doing. Uh, are you guys in out? Do you want to come over? And yeah, it's yeah. alumni, right? Alumni is it, it's it goes in a bunch of different directions, but to have those relationships and it isn't sucking up. It isn't sometimes you don't have a friendship with these people, but you just connect well with them. You work well with them. You understand each other, and that is so important these days. Yeah, I agree. And you know what, uh, you know, from the alumni perspective, you know, when you think about alumni, you think about well, at least goes through my mind are the universities in the states. You know, where everybody wears wears their, uh, their the letter. scarves, the letters, and all that type of thing, and they are passionate about that. Well, this can be the same thing if you're a leader and you've created an environment that is great, that people really do feel that they belong, and if you then respect them when they have to go somewhere else to continue their growth journey and make that a positive impact, um, the likelihood of that person referring people back over to you is going to be really high. And so that the other piece of being a good alumni is if, if you have been treated well and say it's the opposite of what the story started with, that actually, you know what, you were encouraged, you were supported, you were celebrated for your time there, and you were kept connected with them, play your part 
um, recommend people back. Um, pay it forward because if you've experienced this great experience, what better way than to, as someone that's coming up in the organization, be a supporter? And often that might mean just uh, promoting jobs on LinkedIn. It might be um, – You see it all the time. Yeah. It is really good and you know – that those organizations that have created this great space, this alumni culture, are the ones where you see people recommending. They don't work there anymore, but they used to, and they're recommending back forward. That's uh, you, you can't, you can't. That that's great, great, uh, a great culture, and it also saves money. I see this quite often in the police and ex-police kind of grouping, you know, culture, mm-hmm. and where like somebody will call you up. And he said, listen, so-and-so is coming to work for me. And like, I don't even work for the police service anymore. And they go, well, you know, this person is a good person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, that type of endorsement that, you know, the alumni are very, very important in, in business and in organization, right? Because there, there's certain people that you just respect, whether they're still in the organization or not, and they just have such a good influence on things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing that – the last thing that just really got my head is, you know, alumni um, – the, the only thing I would say sometimes alumni is, is broaden your perspective of who is in your group. Because mm-hmm. sometimes with alumni, you know, the, the, you, 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 you're either in the group or you're not. And so I know something that's just bubbling up for me right now is how do you make sure you widen your – as a, and, but I think as a leader, if you've, if you've got a great culture, you've got a great culture for folks that are like you and folks that aren't like you. And so creating that space is going to be critical that's going to be able to bring lots of folks. And I think if you have the right attitude, your group is probably bigger than you think anyway. Right. I would agree. I would agree. Let's wrap up. Yeah, sounds good. So for me, alumni is just a simple, brilliant thing. It is about belonging. It's about creating a broader network beyond those that work with you. It's about celebrating individual successes, even if they have to leave you in order to grow and learn, it creates a ripple effect, which uh, almost also creates a magnet effect that people will be wanting to come and work for. You know, I, I've, I've shared a couple of times that one of my favorite uh, movies is Field of Dreams, and there's that great line, that if you build it, they will come. Well, sometimes if you let them go, they will come. Uh, and it's the same thing. It's building those connections and keeping in touch because uh, lots of folks might come back, and if they don't come back, they're your customers and or they're your promoters. Or they're sending people back yeah, to you. exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think this is all about just a, a really healthy attitude. And even if you're leaving a place that's been really, really difficult, uh, you know, taking a look, just being thankful that, hey, listen, I, I, I learned a lot of stuff here. I met a bunch of good people. I'm leaving with my head up. I'm not going to go out with a negative attitude. Um, and also... Our strength is always people yeah. and you have to treat people well. And even when they leave and you're disappointed, you know, like you said, they're, they're your ally out there. And, and whether it's them coming back or throwing business your way or recommending uh, your, your place for people that are looking for a new, new uh, spot, uh, it's all important. Whatever you invest in this, you're going to get back tenfold. You really are. Agree 100%. So listen, we hope that some of what we've spoken about you find helpful. We hope we didn't say anything that you found offensive or made you angry. But Greg, your philosophy lands 
pretty heavily on this one, I think, too. Yeah, I think it's almost with all of our conversations it does. And, <laughs> and folks, that if you haven't listened to our podcast before, I always end with uh, some great advice that was given to me by my first coach. And uh, she said when I came into the coaching session, she says, Greg, there's going to be things that are you're going to bring you joy from this conversation and there's other things that are going to get you a little crunchy and, uh, and, and get you churny because it's probably something that you might have to learn and grow. Um, and she said, no, the good thing is whether it's joy or whether it's churn, there's growth there. And so key is what you do with it. So we hope that if there was things we said that got you excited, that things that you're actually doing, that's great. If there's things that you're not doing or things maybe you're just still churning about, just reflect and uh, think about it and see if there's something you can add to your strategy as a leader or as an employee um, in helping to create a better culture. That's good. So uh, shout outs? Yes. I have three and I want to share them all. Okay. St. John's, Newfoundland. Oh man, the island, man. These, I, I, uh, I have a soft spot, and uh, many people who have watched uh, "Come From Away," I think was the play uh, that remembers the beautiful folks of Gander and how they uh, welcomed everybody. That's the island. The they, folks, they welcome the airplane people. They welcome the airline people, and and you know what? This is just a beautiful place. You ever get there? Go there for sure. But we welcome them to the podcast. Benin City, Nigeria. Welcome to the club. Wow, Nigeria. You know, we've got a fair amount of folks uh, from a number of countries in Africa who are listening. And welcome. I have a soft spot for Nigeria. My godson is uh, Nigerian. So, uh, I, yeah, I, uh, that's, uh, uh, again, uh, a, a country that is, is in a little churn politically right now. But, man, there's some brilliant uh, leaders that come from there. And the economy's just blowing up there. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of growth. So, Tehran, Iran. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah, I don't think we've had a number of folks from the Middle East, but not too many. So that is yeah. uh, welcome. Uh, uh, you know, and what I love is that, you know, no matter where you are, these situations are true because it, it's all about people. Um, it's all about creating a relationship and creating a space where people can contribute at their best, whether it's in Tehran, whether it's in Nigeria, whether it's in Oakville, Ontario. Uh, um, there are so many similarities because we're human and it is just how do we be kind? How do we create those cultures that people can be their fullest self? And that's what we hope through the conversations that we have. Cool. So many shared experiences. Yeah, so much. I'm, uh, I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. Okay. Uh, listen, folks, people matter. Take the time with the people you work with. They are an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care.